Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field Report. Man, winter's come back with a vengeance. And it looks like next week is going to even be colder. And I know uh, it's not pleasant to be outside if you have to be out there. But there is an upside to this. If you think it's cold for humans, think about how cold it is for the bugs out there. These thaws followed by these hard freezes are a big help in reducing our insects that overwinter here. Not only does it knock out some of those that overwinter in the residue, but it'll take out some of those that are going to overwinter in the soil at those shallow levels. Now true, it, it doesn't do much for the deep ones like the wireworm, but it will take out some of the shallow rootworms and it will be a big help in knocking back things like the flea beetle. Freeze and thaw cycles do a great job of resetting soil bulk density, as well as helping to melt down some of those large clumps and watermelon rinds that we rolled out chiseling or strip tilling when the, we were in tough conditions. The question of the week that I'd like to tackle this week is efficiencies. This has come up in a number of yield meetings, as well as the meetings with the farmers this week. Growers are looking back at the past year's numbers and drawing different conclusions. Some are looking at their scouting reports to see how yields compared not only to populations but to ear count. Our goal of an A-plus score is a 6% drop from planted to ear count. This comparison should be done in every hybrid in multiple soil types. Most of you are VRTing your population, so it needs to have a reference point to what zone you were in to know what the actual planet population was. Now we can look at your as applied map to see what your planted population was, but you need to refer to your pest team to see what, the, what actually came up. We have to count on the scouting reports to know what your actual ear count was in those yield zones. We can now compare those by hybrid, by zone, to see how many we get the A-plus rating on of a 6% drop. If we find yield zones due to soil type or something else that repeatedly have, let's say, a 20% drop, getting us a D rating, we need to get some answers to why. We again need to refer to the scouting reports from the pest team. When we identify zones that routinely get a D score, the overall population in that zone needs to be raised. When growers sometimes look at our VRT population maps, they may say, Ken, I don't like to pull population that low on the hillside because we struggle to get corn up there. I may ask, well, what is your typical eardrop from planting on that hillside? And if your response is, I'm not sure, but it's bad, that gives me nothing to work with. But if you say, well, the last four years it's been in corn, we've had an 18% average drop from planted to ear count. Now we have something to work with. We can increase the population by 12%, to get you back to the expected final ear count. I'm glad to see a number of growers are now going back to look at yield estimates they did in their fields pre-harvest. 
Growers looking at the scouting reports to see what the ear count was and how many kernels around and how many kernels long the ear was. Back then we were guessing at how many kernels it was going to take to make a bushel. We may have used 90 or 80 or 70 depending on our growing conditions. But now we have the actual bushels. So if the scouting team dropped a point at each of the yield checks, we can back calibrate our estimates. When we do this by hybrid, we start to learn the hybrid and the zones capability. Many of you figured out a number of these hybrids are as low as 55,000 kernels to make a bushel, and some are, it's taken 90,000. As we learn this about our hybrid and our zones, we can make better estimates going forward. To do this, of course, you must have a pest team out there doing the scouting. This team must collect detailed records with field locations so we know where the numbers come from. Pest teams that don't do a good job of recording what they see lose out on tremendous opportunity to improve the future outcome. Record keeping and documentation is so much easier today with the iPhones and the iPads. Just dividing units planted from your seed bill by bushels raised doesn't tell us what we need to know. Now you may say, well, Ken, that's easy, uh, and uh, that sounds easy, but I'm a one-man operation. I don't have a pest boss and a pest team. If you're a one-man operation, you are the pest boss. And if you don't have time to get the scouting done, you need to delegate that. That means you may have to hire a scout or work with your local retailer or local seedsman. Whoever it is, though has to get the reports back to you in a timely fashion so you can make decisions and do these end-of-year reviews. One efficiency that is easy to figure without a pest team is nitrogen efficiencies. You can take the pounds of nitrogen applied, divide it by the bushels raised, and come up with a nitrogen efficiency for bushels produced. You can do this per zone, per field, per farm operation. Farmers brag about this number like it's a credit score. I think it's a carryover from the days when we used to say 1.2 pounds of N per bushel on our yield goal minus our credits. You will hear farmers say, we feel good about our nitrogen efficiencies. We have went from a 0.9 pounds applied per bushel to a 0.7 pounds on the farm average. Of course, they get this by dividing total bushels by the total pounds applied. This is a number to look at when you are sure your rate of nitrogen is not the limiting yield factor in that field. Working with a grower the other day who said he was proud of the fact that he had a nitrogen efficiency factor of 0.7 across the whole farm operation. The problem is we had identified at least six different fields that were we were sure nitrogen was a limiting factor. So I showed him some of our plots. In this one plot, the field had a high ISNT, so it's nitrogen-friendly field. It produced 225 bushel on only 110 pounds of nitrogen. That's pretty good. That's an efficiency factor of 0.5, which looks good until I showed them that we added 20 more pounds of nitrogen 
so it took the applied rate to 130. 130 pounds of N produced 247 bushel. So it still had a nitrogen efficiency of 0.5, but the yield was 22 bushel higher. Now, even at 50 cent N, this produces an additional $70 an acre profit. We then doubled the rate of N from 110 to 220 pounds. The yield jumped from 225 to 265. This gave us an efficiency rate of 0.8 pounds of N per bushel applied. So what we had to apply went up. But even after paying for an additional 110 pounds of N, we increased our profit by $92 an acre over the 110 pound rate. So what would you rather have? A 0.5 nitrogen efficiency factor or $92 acre more profit? When we calculate N efficiencies, they're only of value when we're sure nitrogen isn't the limiting factor or when we're comparing uh, different hybrids to each other to see how efficient they are or application methods or timings when we're using the same amount of nitrogen and looking for how much corn we can produce. Don't get me wrong, I'm glad to see you guys are looking for ROIs on the nitrogen. But be sure to keep the whole picture in view, and this includes profit per acre. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.